0: Open up your Bibles. Yeah. Let's go to let's go to Psalms. I want to just challenge your faith today. Psalms one eighteen. Psalms one eighteen. Praise the Lord. Psalms one eighteen. Verse 25. It says, save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Let me read that again. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Can you say that with me? Send now Prosperity. prosperity. Again, send now prosperity. Now I want you to treat it as if you were calling it from another part of, of this room. Send now prosperity. Oh, doesn't that feel good? Send now prosperity. You know, I my, my, I have two daughters. My oldest is, Glo- is Crystal and my, my youngest is Glory and my wife has a unique way of calling them. Like when, when, when she wants to call Crystal, she doesn't, she doesn't scream, Crystal. She, go, she, go, she screams, Crystal. <laughs> That's how I know that, you know. Uh, I mean, Gloria hears that. She doesn't move. She doesn't move. But when Crystal hears, Crystal. <laughs> Crystal comes down. Why are you calling me? Because, because my mother, my, her mother called her. Her mother called her. There are things that we have been blessed with that are waiting for us to call them in. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. The Bible says that we will have whatsoever we say. It. There's miracles that are in our mouth. Amen. There's increase that's in our, in our mouth. There's, there's blessings that are waiting. There's things that, that belong to you that are waiting for you to call them in. Amen. And here in the scripture, the psalmist wrote, send now prosperity. Not Tomorrow. Not in the future. When? No, now. now. The Bible says now faith is. Is faith tomorrow? It's now. And so God's just waiting for us to use our faith to receive now what he has freely given to us. The Bible says if God did not spare his own son how much more will he freely give us all things? I remember my father when, when he started grabbing hold of the Word of God, especially in the area of faith. He began to learn, according to the Word of God, that, that we will have whatsoever we saith. And he was a salesperson and he used to sell cookies and, and he would use his faith to sell cookies. He would go into the stores to sell the the cookies, and of course, every store, their shelf space was very precious. But he would walk in there confessing and believing. He would walk in there saying, this store will buy all my cookies in Jesus' name. And he would go in there, and he would look at the person, and he says, I'm a cookie salesman, and you want to buy my cookies. And they would look at him and say, you know what? I got space over there. We'll go and take your cookies. And he would make his sales using his faith. When we began to to, to step out in the ministry and, and do what God called us to do in the area of, of preaching the gospel on television, my father would begin to use his faith. I remember sitting down. Understand this. We were building hundreds of television and radio stations around the world it takes great money and great finances and we were just we are just we we're just people here in 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 the valley my dad didn't, didn't have, he was no oil man no no person no no person of great wealth but he had jesus and he had the wealth of the Lord he had he had the blessings of God upon his life and he had the favor of God upon his life and I remember as a, as a kid I would, I would go and I would sit on his lap and I remember him speaking this out he would say I call in a billion dollars for the preaching of the gospel he wasn't looking at his bank account his ability his strengths he was looking upon the Lord and the, and the vision and the ministry that God has given him he knew it was going to take a lot of money to do what God called him to do. He could have said, "Well, God, I can't do it. I don't have money. God, you chose the wrong person. Why don't you choose someone who's a billionaire or a multimillionaire? Maybe they could do something. But me, I'm just a guy who used to be a cookie salesman." But how many of you know that God doesn't make a mistake? Samuel came looking for the for a king that God had chosen. Everyone that looked like a king, God said, that's not the one. The one that didn't look like the king, God said, that's the one. I want to tell you, you might not look like a king. You might not look like you can. You might not look like God can use you, but you are the one, baby. You are the one. You are the one that God has chosen to bless. You are the one that God has chosen to use. And it's not going to be by, by might nor by power, but by the spirit. If you're looking to hear a reasonable message, you came to the wrong church. We walk by faith and not by sight. When it comes to the things of God, one plus one does not equal two. I'm not limiting what God can do in my life by what I see, my abilities, my strength, my finances. No, 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 no. God can do all things through my life. I step out in faith and with God, all things are possible. And so we're going to keep going forward. We're going to do greater things. This past year, the Lord spoke to us. He said, "He said it's time to build. And we began to build on disciples and raise up people and, and get them saved full of the Holy Spirit, anointed by the Holy Ghost. They're, they're, they grew in wisdom and knowledge and they began to, to minister to one another and bring disciples in and win souls to Christ. And God started speaking to people about renovating the church. And, and thank God, look how beautiful the sanctuary looks now. Amen. Amen. And we went out and began to build churches and ministries. And, and even right now, they're finishing up on the orphanage in India that's going to sleep 150 kids in the middle of the jungle. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing what God is doing. And God is moving, and, and, and we're doing things that we, we haven't done in a long time, and, and it's like God is, is sending a fresh wind to build. Bible says the glory of the latter house shall be greater. Thank God for what he did yesterday, but I'm so excited about what God's doing now. Amen. You came at, a, at the right time, at the right season. Amen. I mean, the blessings of God are going to come upon your life because the way that God's going to do is not bless Pastor Kevin to do the work. He's going to bless you to be a blessing. Yes, I'll be blessed, but I'm part of the blessing. Amen? I don't want God to skip you to get to me. I want him to bless you. It's going to take some radical faith. It takes radical faith to believe that God will make you a giver when you don't even have, even have a job. It's going to take radical faith to say that God's going to use you to be a, a minister to touch the nations when, when you don't even have enough gas to get down the street. It's not about what you have. It's about the faith that you do have. With God, all things are possible. And so we're going to buy with faith what we cannot buy with our own physical abilities. Amen? And understand this, when you get yourself in the in the vision of God, that's where God begins to release wisdom, favor, knowledge, blessing after blessing, doors of opportunities open up, things that you could not do for yourself, God starts moving on your behalf. Why? Because he sees your heart. He knows what you're doing. He knows where you're going. He knows that if he, can, he blesses you, you'll be faithful to honor him so that the work of the ministry could go forth. Amen. That's why we can stand and we could declare, send now prosperity. Because God knows that as He blesses you, you're going to be a blessing. Amen. Bible says, all nations will call you blessed. We have a lot of nations that call this church blessed. Amen. Now go with me to Romans chapter 4. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 4, verse 17, it says, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead, and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. You know, the scripture says, as he is, so are we now. Not when we get to heaven, not when we die, now. The Bible says that in the beginning was a word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. All things were created by his word. God wasn't waiting to collect something in the bank before the earth was created. God released the word, and the word created the world. He said, light be, and light was. The word of God, it's God's will and testament, and he's trying to change our thoughts to stop thinking in this level of thinking in this world where reason and what we see dictate. But he's trying to get us to think like Jesus, think like God, where we have the mind of Christ so that we can use our faith to do great and mighty things. We serve a great and mighty God that wants us to do great and mighty things. He wants us to be just like him. The Bible says we were created in the image of God. The Bible says that God gave man dominion over all things in this world. We have a power in this world that's been given to us by God. The Word of God says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it. It all belongs to God. And God is saying, just walk with me and act like me and talk like me and it all will belong to you. The world will say, well, you if you want, you better take. You better steal, rob, convince. Use your skills and talents. You can be very skilled, talented, educated, and all those things and still be broken, poor. Amen. You can have all the money in the world, but yeah, your, your marriage is falling apart. But the Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. Amen. Nobody could bless you like God can bless you. But it's going to be done God's way. And so we're learning how to live God's way. We honor God, tithes and offerings. When we give our tithes and offerings, the Bible says that the windows of heaven are open up to us, that there will not be room enough to receive the blessing that God's getting ready to give you. I believe that you're going to receive a not enough room blessing upon your life. Amen. And so that's the the walk that we live. And here the word of God says that God, this is the way he is. He says, God calls those things that are not as though they are calls them in. He calls it in. Just like when when Jesus was was standing in front of the grave of of Lazarus. And Lazarus had already been dead for three days and they complained. They said he already stinketh. But Jesus stood. He said, roll away the stone. And they rolled away the stone. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. He was calling the dead back to life again. And the Bible says that Lazarus came out he lived again. People of God, God's trying to change our mouth. Change our thoughts and change the words that we speak. Instead of speaking fear, we got to speak faith. That's why it's so important that you don't curse anything in the name of God. And use the name of the Lord in 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 a vulgar manner, because there's power in the name of Jesus. And if you want God to give you words of life and power and authority in your tongue, you gotta guard your tongue. You can't be saying, Oh, I, I think I'm gonna go to hell because I just did this. You can't be saying, Well, you're good for nothing. You can't be complaining and cursing your marriage and cursing your children and cursing your job. How many people every day, they're cursing their job. I hate working here. They never never appreciate me. I hate this. I hate that. And you want God to give you authority and power in your tongue? Start confessing what you're believing God for. Oh, God, thank you that I'm strong and healthy and whole and blessed. Thank you that in my workplace people love me and they see the value of you upon my life. Thank you, God, that I'm the head and not the tail. Thank you, God, that one day I shall own this business and and use it for you. Taking over, amen. Hallelujah. Confession you will have whatsoever you say. And so you call things in. You stand and you call in the blessings. Go to, you know, it's so amazing how awesome God is. How he's waiting for us to walk out our faith and believe him. Not just think things, but say it out in the name of Jesus. I can't tell you how many people I know that they were believing God for, for new businesses and new new houses and they stopped and they began to lay hands on the house that they felt that God was going to bless them with. They began to call, Father, I thank you. I receive this house in the name of Jesus. Even this church, this land, we had to walk day by day claiming this land for the glory of God. This land was not purchased with money. This land was purchased with faith. My dad was was so radical when he would use his faith. He would we we would walk this land, believing God for the finances was the land. When the finances came, we purchased the land. And this was just a big barn, just it was it was a it was a pigeon nest. That's all it was. I mean pigeons everywhere. And it needed every type of remodeling. And he stood up at the pulpit. After we purchased the land, he said, tomorrow we will, I mean, next week we'll be preaching the gospel in the new church. Yeah. We needed six months of renovation at least. Yeah. And come Sunday, everybody would show up to this land yeah. Yeah. expecting to have church. We would see that nobody was here. We would turn around and go back to the old church. My dad would stand up and say, well, we worked real hard. But we couldn't get in this week. But next week, next week, we will be in the new church. And come the next week, everybody showed up to the land, expecting to have church. Nothing happened. We went all the way back. That week, we didn't make it this week. Next week, for like four or five months, we did that. My dad never canceled service here until Sunday morning. What was he? Calling those things that are not as though they are. But you got to understand, it took hundreds of thousands of dollars just to renovate this place. We didn't even have, we didn't, we didn't have any money. I remember how we started. I'll tell you exactly how we started. I was a, a, a college student, and I, I quit college because I felt such a need to build this church. And understand Kevin is not a builder. <laughs> I remember walking in Walmart and my dad my dad walking down the, 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 the tool section and grabbing a hammer and grabbing a saw and, and grabbing you know just things that we thought that you need for building and I and he bought me a nice belt and he bought me a, and, and I was the construction firm of Faith Jesus God Church. I'm not joking, I'm not joking. We had no materials, no money, No, we had enough to buy me a belt, that's all we had. And then I would show up here with my hammer and my belt, and then maybe a couple of other people who actually knew what they were doing would show up, and they would start breaking things down. I could break things, that's what I was good at. I'd break things, and, and my job was to pull out the nails, and I would pull out the nails, as you know, because it, it was an old lumber yard, so there was a lot of rafters everywhere, and I would pull out the nails. And we'd take all the, all the wood in, and we used use the wood to build the pulpit. When, when there was cleaning, Kevin was the cleaner. We didn't have construction firms. We had Kevin and whoever showed up that day. And when Kevin saw someone that, that showed up that knew what they were doing, Kevin would say, here's my hammer. <laughs> but little by little, people started coming in. Oh, and the ladies, oh, praise God, the ladies would make lunch. And they would make sure there was always lunch, and they would make some amazing stuff for lunch. And there was times that I was the only one working, so I'd have, you know. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Every day, every day, every day, sewing, every day, sewing. Every day my dad was confessing. He would would call me up, who's here at work? I said, well, just me. Don't worry, other people will show up. Amen. That's the way it was built, day by day, using our faith. Never thought, not one time did we think that we, we couldn't do it. Not one time, not one ounce of, to, to me, my dad had such great faith that this was already done. I was just walking the, walking the road. Amen. And It was so awesome. Even the last day, when finally, we had all the electricity. I know Benny spent Benny Florida spent the whole night posting, putting up these 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 lights here. We didn't have air conditioning. We we bought every fan we could find. That's why there's plugs on almost every because Benny probably put all those plugs because we put fans on every one of those things. And then of course. Oh, we were, we were ready, and I was—I was so excited. We—we we, we didn't want to miss our opportunity. We want to make sure that we recorded our at our TV production, and so we put all our TV stuff in a in an old mobile, you know, old trailer home, and we just drove it into the church, and it was parked over there. Set up all the chairs, cleaned up as much as we can, and we had church that day. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah! Amen. They showed up and didn't go back. We showed up and we didn't go back, amen? And that's how we got here. And everything we've done has been built by faith. But the amazing thing that happened is as we began to put our hand to the plow to work and serve the Lord, God began to release an anointing and a blessing to bless people to give beyond their imagination. People started doing business, new businesses started rising up and they were blessed and prosperous. Things they never even thought they would ever be, they became. Kind of reminds me of Nehemiah. Everybody just getting together to rebuild the walls. Doing things they've never done before. Amen. It's going to take faith to do what God's called us to do. Understand you are not alone. God is with you. And you and God are majority. Amen. You are with God. God is with you. And you will have victory. Amen. And so I I wanted to share this word with you. To call these things in because I'm calling th- I'm calling the increase in in Jesus name, I'm calling finances in in Jesus name. There, there, there's a lot more things that we want to do, but I'm going to bring up the 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 needs now because I'm not I'm not believing God for this tomorrow. I'm not believing God for this next week. I'm believing God now. I'm calling in prosperity now. Amen. Now you're sitting on chairs that were purchased and installed. In 1993, some of you are older than those chairs, but majority of you are younger, at least in heart. But I thank God for those chairs. Those chairs where people have been saved, delivered, healed. So many blessings have happened right where you're seated. Thank God for them. But God is giving us opportunity to go forward. Amen. I want to show you a new chair that we're purchasing tomorrow. Look at this chair. This chair is not a Chinese. It's not an African. It's not an Indian chair. This is an American chair. I don't know if it was built in America, but this is American chair. The reason why I know it's American chair is look how wide it is. Look at this. Look how, I mean behind can fit on this one. This is a good chair. It is awesome. I mean look, my Bible looks so small. <laughs> like my brother, Bishop Wafula from from Kenya, he doesn't say fat, he says strong. This is a strong chair. (laughs) This chair is the chair we're going to buy. We're going to buy 500 of them. Amen? We're going to place the order this week. We're also needing to upgrade our... We need to... We need our, our evangelists to retire and new evangelists to rise up. Evangelists... Let me tell you the evangelists. That's evangelist one, and that's evangelist two. Those cameras are about twelve years old. HD still producing great pictures for us, still make us look good, but it's time to change. And our TV program has a great impact in the nations, and so it deserves the best. Amen. And so this is what I'm believing God for. I'm believing God for twenty thousand dollars that we'll receive it. We're not by ourselves. Amen. There's some of you that you could give and you could do the whole thing. And whatever increase, trust me, we will use it for the preaching of the gospel. If you want any, if anything's holding you back, just judge my life. Judge what we've been walked. You know what we've been doing. And so there's no reason to think that what you're given to is not for the work of the ministry. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruit.